Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, and not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, I'm Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion, and welcome to the BOF Podcast. Voices is the most stimulating gathering of fashion industry leaders on the planet, What makes Voices different is that we mix our industry with fascinating people from other sectors, from the worlds of economics, activism, health and wellness, medicine, film, philanthropy, technology, media, and so many more. Fashion doesn't live in a bubble, and nor should it. This is one of the sessions from our 2017 gathering. There was a certain moment at Voices 2017 when the whole audience seemed to pause, think, and reflect, and it came towards the end of this talk by Marcia Kilgore. Now, Marcia is what some people might refer to as a live wire. Her thinking does not happen in linear, clear, organized, structured thought. Sometimes it skips from one thing to another in an unclear way. But what's always true is there's insight and value in what she's saying. And pay close attention to what she says right at the end of this talk from Voices 2017. This is Lessons from a Serial Entrepreneur, Marcia Kilgore, speaking to Lauren Sherman, BOF's New York editor, at Voices 2017. Just a quick note, this conversation was recorded live in front of an audience, so please excuse any audio issues. Marcia, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So Imran kind of went through your trajectory. Yeah. Can you talk about when when you were growing up in Canada, what prompted you to become an entrepreneur, a business owner? 
You know, when I was growing up, I, I actually left Canada at the age of 17 to move to New York. So when I was there, really, I was a bored teenager living in Saskatchewan, which had two television channels, uh, extreme cold and not much to do. And I think I didn't really feel that I fit in there much because there wasn't too much stimulation. So when I had the opportunity to come to New York when I was 17, um, my sister was a model and she told me that if I could get accepted to Columbia University, she would pay my tuition. So I wrote the SATs and I got accepted, which was quite exciting because it was the first year that they took women. And then I arrived in New York and she had too many taxes to pay that year, I think, so she didn't have the tuition. It was too late for me to apply for a financial aid because I was a Canadian, so I kind of was stranded in New York with $300. So, so we were talking, you grew up pretty poor in Canada. Um, yeah, I mean, poor, what's poor? So, yeah, yeah I had a lower yeah. middle class, what, what yeah, have you? I had, but I had a bathroom, you know? Yeah, you had yeah. a bathroom. We, I mean, we talk about poor these days, and you look at what's happening to people who live in Madagascar who don't have a toilet, right, and can't wash their hands. Yes. And that's poor. Yes. So poor relative for me is really, uh, I don't really even understand the concept. If you can eat and you have sanitation, then you've got your opportunity, right? Yes, yeah. but, but one thing that I, I think, you know, when, you're, when you do grow up in a place of not a ton of privilege, yes. that maybe starting your own business might be really scary because you're looking for security and, and so many people are nervous to start their own thing because they want that steady paycheck. Sure. How did you, with $300, decide to start your own thing and, and not be afraid to do that? Yeah, you know, um, I mean, macro level, my friend Anne asked me this question once, and she's probably one of the smartest people I know. She's incredibly strategic, and she worked in the music industry really for her whole life as a business development attorney. And we were driving around France, Saint Remy, I think, Joe, um, one, one afternoon, and she said, God, you've always been so brave you know, to go out and do things on your own and, and not work for other people. And I said, well, in fact, I feel that you've always been very brave to listen to what everybody else says and follow their directions, whether you agree with them or not. So I think it's more of a, an attitude towards whether you want to follow your own drum or, or beat somebody else's. What do you think has compelled you to start so many businesses? Yeah, um, I, do, I do tend to sort of overwork myself. And I know sometimes I, we talked about burnout, actually, when we were prepping. Um, and I certainly have in my head very often, why am I doing this to myself over and over again? Um, and I always feel that if we look inside ourselves, and everyone's, I mean, probably everyone here is a professional of some sort, and we all probably have limitations that are usually, uh, you know, a self-fulfilling limitation. And, for me, the older I get, the more experienced I get, the more mistakes I make that I've made once already, right, makes me a little more open to realizing that I am limiting myself and making those... Si Wait, what was the question? <laughs> Shit. The question is, what... I know, you've got to write it down. The, the question is, why do you keep doing this to yourself? Yeah, you know what? I figured it out. So, okay, okay. We should put it up, you know, the, on the thing, what is the question? I can kind of get back to it. Because, I mean, there's a lot of helpful thoughts around that that we eventually will get back to it. So, um, I, I think what it comes down to is an experience in my childhood, 
um, what we had, I had quite a small family, and we weren't very close-knit, and my father died when I was 11. And my mother was not necessarily... The, she had confidence in us, and we were all bright children, but she wasn't necessarily the greatest at forming kind of this cohesive family group that was supportive, uh, you know, so that you felt like you had that support. And I also remember probably grade five, grade six, you know, there's a clique of girls. This happens probably to girls everywhere. I don't think it happens so much to boys, but to girls. Um, and there are sort of the cool girls and then the not cool girls, and, you know, there are the, the niches. And I was part of, you know, a group of girls who suddenly decided that I wasn't part of that group of girls. And I think that's always really painful, right? You don't know why they suddenly decided that you're not part of that group of girls, but suddenly you're not part of it. And when you're young, it's very um, painful right, confusing, and it probably does get into your DNA. You know, there's all these studies on epigenetics about how experiences of your parents actually transfer down and actually change your DNA, which is why, you know, um, children and grandchildren of survivors of the Second World War and, and the Jewish population have anxiety. It's actually in their DNA. Oh, God, I gotta, I gotta get back to the question. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it's because that those... those um, Different experiences of me not being part of something, right? I never want to be left out. So if I sell a business, usually my businesses, the ones that I create, are, I mean, Bliss was the most fun. It was all these people coming in for facials over and over again. It was like seeing your friends, they'd show up. Uh, two weeks later, they'd show up again. And they, you know, it was like a big family. And then I sold it, right? And that wasn't Pretty a family quickly, anymore. Right? Well, I sold part of it after three years to LVMH. Thank you, LVMH. And then I sold the rest of it to Starwood Hotels and Resorts um, about four years later, after I'd done my earnout time. And, you know, I think what happens a lot of times when you've sold a business, and you could probably ask any entrepreneur who's sold a business, at the beginning, you love it because it is your family. You build this family, and it's the people you work with, and, and now it's the people you're chatting with on Facebook and on Instagram, and they're kind of, they become your family, and you're not left out. You've got this community. So... It's nice because you keep rebuilding this family. And it seems that the more experienced you get or the bigger your business gets, the farther away you get from your family, right? And you don't get to talk to those people anymore like you used to. So it actually gets quite lonely. And so I think I get big and then I'm smart enough to kind of, you know, sell, cash out, and then I go build another family because I don't want to be left out. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, so FOMO existed before the millennial generation. Oh my God, FOMO! I started FOMO. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm curious to know how you know when to. How many businesses have you sold now? Sort of. Well, three. I mean, three. three. So, how? I just wrote a story: how to sell your company. Yeah. So, a lot of people. Don't they, the timing is so important because if you wait too long, then you miss. I just read the Jan Wenner biography, and that's what oh, you know yeah, the last half sad. of it's about. Yeah, super interesting. Yeah. But how do you have that instinct of when the right time is? Well, that's also, I mean, different times in your life, right? So I was from a poor family, despite having a bathroom and, you know, shelter. Um, I certainly had never seen the amount of money that LVMH was offering me for bliss. So it seemed like a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> when they came along, flew me over to Paris on the Concorde, of course, and then I got to try on that Dior necklace, you know? 
right? You know the one, right? Yeah, that was amazing. And then we went for, of course, lunch at the most fabulous place. And then I flew back on the Concorde and, and landed in my apartment in Brooklyn. And it was on the day, you know, West Indian Day Parade? Has anybody ever been to it? It's, it's I avoid all parades. Okay, I yes. think it's this, there's a Notting Hill Carnival, which I think is probably very similar. So I get off the Concord and I <laughs> take a taxi through this parade where people are smashing bottles, you know, on the because this is where I live, you know, out in the outskirts of Brooklyn. And then I got on the subway to go into the spa. So I, I remember being on the subway after getting off the Concord. And someone was throwing up because it was a West Indian Day parade, and there were so there was spilled Coca-Cola all over the seats, and thinking, should I take some of this money? <laughs> and it was such an obvious juxtaposition, you know. It was like, well, you can kind of live like that, or you can just kind of live here. And and I had worked so hard for so long, and everything. Bliss was incredible, and it was actually it was like a social club in there. And of course, we did incredible services, and it was all about providing the best experience for the customer who was coming in. So, someone earlier, I think it was Emily was speaking about how what you're trying to do is listen to what your customer wants and always provide something better for your customer. And in our case, it was mostly her. So we'd say better for her, right? The choice that you make that's best for the customer is always the right choice in business when you have any choice to make. And if you don't know, is it this or this? The one that increases customer trust is the best choice, right? Always. So it's never about is it short term, long term, blah, blah, blah. You just think, will my customer trust me more or less? And you, it's always the more decision. And then you win in the long run, but you have to have a little bit of patience. Going back to how do we know, do we know <laughs> when to, to sell a business? Take the money and run. Well, okay, so that was my first one. And it was just nice to have a little bit of money in my bank account instead of constantly trying to pay for expansion, because that was a scary way to live for a long time. Um, the next one, you know, the business had gotten so big, and we got a great offer from Boots Walgreens. And again, I'd kind of done what I knew how to do with that brand, and it wasn't really challenging me that much anymore. So, I'm not, I, weirdly, I'm, you know, I'm not very uh, sentimental about them. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts. 
specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef-grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off-limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. So um, one thing that we talked about earlier is the fact that you stay really involved creatively in the businesses. You do a lot of the copywriting, a lot of the marketing yeah. Do you think that that is one of the reasons that you stay in it? Because you don't need the money at this point, I'm assuming. I mean, maybe you gambled it all away. But. No, <laughs> nothing so interesting like that, unfortunately. I don't even shop that much, sadly. Um, but I do love Dover Street Market, right? <laughs> don't we all? Um, so, <laughs> wait, what was the question? So, <laughs> so you stay engaged creatively, it seems like. Yes, I love it. You know what? Okay, so I do. I, I Okay, back in the days of Bliss, did anyone ever see the Bliss catalog? Probably not, right? Because, okay, okay. Remember the very first ones? Were you that, is anyone that old? Okay, so the very first Bliss catalog came because Vogue wrote a nice story about us and this one cream that we carried at the spa. And thousands of people, this was before, you know, cell phones or email, pretty much. So thousands of people started calling to buy this cream. And then they were asking also, well, do you sell anything else? So we're shipping all of these. It was pretty incredible because I built Bliss Spa without enough money to pay the contractors. Um, And then Vogue wrote this nice story about us. And literally probably 30,000 people called to buy this face cream, which I was importing from Switzerland at the time. And we sold 30,000 of these face creams. And then people started asking, what else do you sell? We love this face cream. So we put together this little catalog. And I was pretty strapped because I had built this 5,500 square foot spa without actually the money. And I knew that the bills were going to come due in November. We had opened in July. The contractor was able to kind of stretch you know, his subcontractors further out. And we were making enough money, but people wanted a catalog. So I had one client who was a still life photographer, Jay Zuckercorn. Anybody ever worked with him? He's great. I had a client who was an illustrator. Um, and I didn't have a copywriter. So I decided that, well, Jay was going to take some pictures, and we'd get this illustrator to illustrate the front, and then I would write the copy, because, I mean, who can't write copy, right? I mean, 
That's what I thought yeah. at the time. Anyway, it was a fun experience because at that time, do you guys remember Jay Peterman? Okay, so I remember getting the first Jay Peterman catalog and just thinking, oh, it's so amazing because they weave this tail around the item. Now, you order the item, you get it, it's in your typical cardboard box in a plastic sleeve and it's kind of average and, you know, but the story was so amazing. So I was quite inspired by the way that the copy was written. So I picked out some items. You know, Kate Spade was a client, so she did a bag for us. Um, Janine Lobel was a client, so we got her mascara from Stila. So it was one of those times where there were a lot of fun things starting, and everybody came to Bliss, so everybody made something for the catalog. So we sent it out. Now, we hand, we hand licked like 60,000 stamps. We didn't know about mailing houses. <laughs> so I made the staff stay after I got pizza and beer, and we literally, you know, hand stamped 60,000 catalogs. We sent them out to our clients and then some other clients. I can't even remember. I think we got a list at the public library. Like, that's how dumb we were. And I find out the next day, one of my clients comes in, um, and she was working for Calvin Klein, and she said, I am so pissed off at you. And I said, why? And she said, Calvin called last night at 11 o'clock, an emergency meeting, because we got your catalog, and we all had to go in <laughs> and look at it. And I thought, all right, I guess I've done a good job of the copywriting. Yeah, I was going to say that your copy was very, has been very influential over the last 15 years. Oh, so many I, brands. I love it. It's fun to do copy. So you seem to be very interested in the details and being close to your business, Yeah, I would say. Sure. Well, anybody um, can have an idea, right? But you've got to execute. How do you have a life outside of that? Do, um, do you have a life outside of it? I said, don't have a lot of hobbies. I think um, I remember Camille McDonald saying, someone asked her about her hobbies, and she went, hobbies? And I say, I, I used to do quite a bit of yoga. I do run you know, to my office in the morning sometimes. Um, and, and I've done that, actually. Was it Strauss who said, you have to give up thinking about how you look? So I used to not run to the office because then I can shower there, but I can't really do the hair and stuff at my office. So I would look bad all day. So I had to give up trying to look good for my conference calls or my FaceTimes and just accept that I would look kind of bad all day, but I could exercise. And so I agree with him on, you know, giving up trying to look cool and fit in exercise. Um, but I do, I do try and keep, when I'm not traveling, my hours, you know, I see my kids in the morning, I come home hopefully at six o'clock, three hours of battling with them over whatever, and then they go do their reading or whatever it is, and then I get back online or do the rest of my work. What are your kind of, when a budding entrepreneur comes up to you and says, I'm starting this business, I want your advice. What, what is the advice that you give them that you already haven't given us today? Oof. Well, make a list of what your questions are, right? I mean, <laughs> I get so many people, right? I get so many people who want, they don't even have a, a starting point and they want to have 15 minutes and have a coffee. And so I will generally prescribe a lot of books because I read books constantly and still I listen to audiobooks, I listen to podcasts, I listen to, I mean, there's so much good information out there and so much advice. Um, you know what? One thing, and I'm sure many of you are probably also mentors to other people. Raise your hand if you give advice and people ignore it. <laughs> Does that totally... Just, right? I won't say it again because I said it once. I don't want to be the, the panelist who swear, swore all the time. That's but okay. 
Right? So people actually say they want advice, but then they don't take it, which I find very irritating, and it wastes my time. So, come on. It's like, and then they come back, and they want more advice again. And you think, well, did you do what I told you last time? No. Well, then it's like, no. So, it's, I'm not a therapist, right? <laughs> so, there are a mountain of good books out there to read in terms of starting businesses. I would say, you know, read 100 books first and then come back to me with your three questions. Be efficient about it. Yeah, do your own homework. You, wanna, you gotta work hard. Get ready. Get used to it. We have to wrap oh, up Oh, thank you, LVMH. Thank you, LVMH. <laughs> we have to wrap up, but you chose this beautiful Bridget Riley painting, yeah. and I wanted to ask you why. Well, can I just say, I was trying to get this changed, but they couldn't do it, so I'm going to just plug my new business, all right? So I was trying to get it changed to a picture that says Beauty Pie across it, and Beauty Pie is my new business, um, where we actually sell luxury cosmetics direct from the factory at the factory cost to all of our members. So it's like Netflix, but for cosmetics. Ladies, gentlemen, if you want to look good, join up. You'll save thousands. Okay. Bridget Riley, um, <laughs> I had to. They wouldn't put the slide up. I, and fair enough, I asked too late. <clears throat> but um, I chose Bridget, Bridget Riley because I think this painting, you know, art is very mathematical, right? And good art is always some kind of mathematical sequence. And her art is very mathematical, but at the same time, it uh, represents this particular one represents um, something that I always use as an analogy, which is about connecting the dots. And um, for those who want to be entrepreneurs, right? Because not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. We seem to get held in some regard like rock stars, but actually it's just a choice, right? So I never assume that everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, although it does seem to be a cool thing to, to be. Um, and what I always tell people is that your life and what you've read and where you've been, and who you know, and things that have gone terribly wrong for you, and things that have gone terribly right, are all dots, are stars in the sky, right? Or dots on a Connect the Dots painting. And if you connect your dots, what you'll find is that your dots are very different from anybody else's dots, right? So when you're having some horrible thing happen, remember that that's putting a dot into your Connect the Dots picture. And that horrible thing that you're experiencing actually isn't bad. It's making, I mean, it's bad at the time, but it's giving you a view and it's giving you a picture that's very different from anybody else's. So every experience that you have, which is also why you should try to meet as many people as you can, talk to as many people, ask as many questions. Imran, you're like the question man, right? So you will obviously have an incredible grid of dots, but it creates your picture, and your picture is your very unique set of dots, and that is your big opportunity in life, right? So, and I don't know, okay, everyone's insecure, right? Well, maybe not everyone, but probably everyone at times thinks, oh, okay, I'm a little insecure, am I right, do I fit in here? I'm in this environment, do I, am I dressed properly, et cetera, et cetera, right? But just remember that you've got your set of dots and they make you a unique person and that is your strength, right? Now, the grid is your discipline, right? So you've got your strength, you've got your picture from your dots and then you need to put it all on a grid and that's what entrepreneurship is. Taking your picture, putting it on a grid and executing it with rigor 
and discipline so that you can achieve something beautiful. Thanks for listening to the Business of Fashion podcast. If you like what you hear, please give us a rating and subscribe today. Don't forget to visit businessoffashion.com to learn more about BOF and everything that we do. You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef grade range recently and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.